Facebook or YouTube or uh, the interwebs or uh, maybe if we publish you, uh, maybe we'll start publishing on newspaper and then people can just read this entire interview. But tonight we have the go-go killers, at least two of. We have uh, Bama Sharp and Cud Youngblood. Do you prefer, is Bama okay or is Alabama better or? Alabama. Alabama. I didn't want to. I didn't Alabama. Want to show Alabama. Hella, hella Bama sharp. <laughs> and Cud, I can't think of a. Do you have a? Do you have a middle name? Like your Cud something Youngblood? Does any? Do they? Cut them up. Just <laughs> cut them. Cut. Cud um up Youngblood. Oh. <laughs> Heck yeah. And I and I hear your. <laughs> I've, I heard a little bit before the camera started rolling about y'all's, uh, y'all's, y- your, I guess your initiation ri- ritual for him well, had something to do with fireball whiskey. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going down, coming back up. <laughs> fireball in different directions. Yeah, hey, this is one thing I don't know. Does it, is it the same taste coming out? <laughs> Smell it too. <laughs> I imagine it's a lot worse coming back. I think that's why they invented rumple mitts. That was like their tagline. Oh, like, yeah. hey, it's really expensive. It's, it gets you drunk, but when you puke it up, it's gonna be like it's like you just I don't know ate a polar bear or something. I don't know. It's, it's refreshing, even yeah. <laughs> mouthwash. It it's mouthwash. Hit, so it's still it's part of our thing. Still. So yeah. you still hit it every every time. Uh, we do. That's thing we do for every show is we always do shots of fireball mm-hmm. it's just whatever just our thing oh yeah very cool but y'all y'all been uh hitting huntsville scene for a while and like seeing seeing some changes uh you want to talk about that or like any of the new stuff coming up like exciting you guys or i'm pretty excited what's going on in the city in general i mean there's there's been a lot of interest lately with the audit and i think that's great that the city's spending any money at all on it because they certainly don't have to but just the fact that that we're already prepared not meaning us we me you whoever but the whole city you know there's yeah. so many like we're just saying there's so many genres that that exist here there's like mishmashes of genres that exist here that's just right. strange and bizarre and it's all cool and one thing that i've observed it is being one of the older people in the music scene is that people are more interested in other people that aren't exactly like them it's not like you need to think well you know we're a metal band we don't like anything but metal or just whatever yeah. there's a there's a whole lot of there's a a wealth of style and music and talent here and i think it's cool that everybody works together and you know is not elitist about it i'm not into any of that crap at all so to me right, that's right. great and it's only gonna get better in my opinion so yeah for sure and if those i mean one one side of the scene's doing good it always helps out the other eventually oh, yeah, definitely you're all so you get, together you know find the good sound guys and the good venues like big ups you guys were at sidetracks last night right yep 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 and how'd that show go? I know I saw some uh, moving pictures of it, but I didn't like. Uh, I wasn't over there. But how did that go? Oh wow, Thundercrotch is another example. Just mm. the the mishmash of things where you don't even know. I think they may call themselves metal. I'm not sure. I won't put words in their mouths, but I don't know what it is. It's cool though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, And play with just you know a bass and a drummer is incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. But I mean they're awesome. I mean it's just it's just another example of the the weird quirkiness, cool stuff yeah, yeah. that goes on here. But. But yeah, they were playing, and there was like Alex Story's uh, going away party. So they kind of fronted him as a band for a little bit, which was a whole new spin on his yeah. music. Sounded a lot better and different than I'd ever heard it before. So it was a great time, and it was a rough morning, but <laughs> we all sort of survived. I think everybody survived. You're I didn't still watch the here. News. I didn't watch the news, so I'm not sure. All right. <laughs> two out of four. Here now. <laughs> two of four. Yeah. Haven't checked in yet. Yeah, it's like as you show up to rehearsal, and it's yeah. just apart uh, from one more, I was one of them I haven't heard from. So. <laughs> very cool yeah yeah we were talking about earlier doing your doing your scat reverse scavenger hunt like what did i do last night my keys are 
in somebody else's truck. I don't know. Yeah, Where's the weirdest thing y'all ever, or where, weirdest place y'all ever found your keys? That's a good question. <laughs> I will say uh, that before my first show with them, I went to go see and got hammered on Fireball. And there it is again. Tempted, tempted to drive home, but I <laughs> didn't make it very far. I made the decision to uh, call a ride. And oh, well, that's good. You didn't take my, long I, to figure I, that I one. I woke up to my ride, you know, knocking on the window, and I just got out, got in the car, and next morning I'm looking for my keys, and I'm like, okay, well, let me get to my car, and I'm looking, and they're just they're hiding under a pile of fireball <laughs> <laughs> oh i was kind of hoping you had another story for <laughs> but it happens you know so that's why they have those floaties on them so you know they can just <laughs> well y'all tell me about some of your duds here like you got some uh some cool clothes going on like are these all did you get this suit just for this interview alabama or is this uh <laughs> where'd you get this one well, basically, like with the go-go killers, I mean, it's kind of, you know, not making a big deal, it's, but it's it's a mentality and a way of life with what we're trying to present. You know, like yeah. we don't, I don't feel that we're even part of, of this world. You know, like we're what we're doing is based on music that, that kind of existed and was created a long time ago, and we're just trying to put our spin on it. So it's like uh, what we're looking at is stuff that happened in the early 50s, like very early gospel, blues, rockabilly, hillbilly music. And then maybe just a smidgen of, of like late 70s punk, and that's it. Those right. are our only reference points that we use. So, in those days and ages, especially with the original performers, you know, look at Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, all of them. I mean, it was, it was just a cool vibe, a way of doing things. Oh, yeah. And that's just the way we are. I mean, and another thing is, me personally, is like, I don't want to be pigeonholed into anything. And a lot of times people pigeonhole you immediately on how you look. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a bunch of, you know, like what the hell do we look like when we walk up on stage we basically look like we're maybe at a funeral or i mean i don't know but we don't look like we're just you know this band or that band and yeah 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 I mean, if you, you know if you happen to catch the or don't know who we are and happen to be at a show you won't really know what to think right look like bosses yeah exactly and and honestly man we're funeral serious about what we're doing so mm. the whole preaching part of it I mean, that's 100 percent. it's real it's authentic i mean there's there's nothing fake about what we're doing. You just can't walk around and be that person all the time. I and mean, I don't want to be locked up in a box. So I, mean, right. I, have to, I have to get up every morning and dress and put on uh, the other version of me that has to survive. Because uh, yeah, yeah. this would be the preferred version. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's draining being like doing your art is, is hard work. And y'all y'all seem like you play like you play hard and you play pretty long shows. Like what's the what's the marathon? What's the longest y'all y'all gone doing shows like? We probably played three hours before at Sports Page. Oh, right. It was a long time. Yes, and it was hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> no air in that place. Oh, yeah, you get good lighting, and then you're suddenly you're burning. You know, dressed up, yeah, we're... Right. I lost a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, lean down. But, yeah, and I, oh, I respect you all for, like, bringing the, the image, too, because that's so much, that's so huge, like, getting getting people to take you seriously, but also, like, really listen to you when you're, like, putting together your act and how it looks. Mm-hmm. Are there are there any, like, uh, like pieces of fashion or something that you, like, tie tie a, a show, like, a, a outfit around or anything, or anything you come across, like, that just scream go-go killers to you, like, like fashion-wise? It's kind of like you know it when you see it when right. you're looking at clothes. But uh, it's like not just saying we want to look sharp, but like, you know, we are really serious about what we're doing. And it's just, it's just a, it's just a, maybe it's an old fashioned way of looking at it. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's, it's just what it is. I mean, 
I mean, I have clothes to me that this, this is basically just go-go killing clothes. That's all they are. You know, you see them go, and I got to have that. You know, right. This is, this, this is me. <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, in a sense, it, at the same time, it's a, it's an experience, you know, coming to a show. It's, it's right. almost like, you know, you, you're dressing up to, to go to church. Almost. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We're very religious about what we're doing. And also, you look at it, too, is like, if it's a free show, you know, who, you know, who, who effing cares? Just you can walk mm-hmm. out like you're practicing garage, but literally when you're asking people to take time to get off of their couch, go somewhere, right, right. Pay, pay five bucks or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're, you're asking for something from them. And to me, it's like, give them something, man. Raise hell. For that's sure. Fun. Yeah. Like, that's really one of the main goals with us for playing is we want everybody in there to have a smile on their face and, you know, just raise hell, get drunk, get it everything out of their system because we know tomorrow it's going to suck again just like it did earlier in the day. But for that moment in time, we just want everybody to just, man, this is us. This is all now. There's right. there's, there's no division. We're just all going to have fun, and we're just going to say, fuck it and do it. You know? Right, right, for sure. Get absorbed and get, like, involved and stuff. So uh, the first track I was going to play for folks was uh, How Do You Voodoo? Uh, how long has this one been around? Is this, like, an old Go-Go Killers standby, or did this one come out, like, right, right before the album or what? Well, that one came about pretty fluidly. Like, uh, guy plays guitar with us, Russ Decay. Like, he writes riffs. You know, Cud writes slip, you know, riffs. And, you know, I do, like, I'll break things down if we need need a little more help to do the design of it. But he had a riff, and then we were over at his house. And Cud was there, too. He just basically started playing the riff. It was a good old-fashioned, like, rockabilly mm-hmm. swing riff. Right, right. And I usually have just pages and pages of... Stack of papers. Yeah, you know, lyrics and work. this riff, and he's like, just keep playing that. Oh, you! Yeah. Yeah, all right, you've got like like lyrics and stuff like that. I've, I've had some, you know. He possibly could have had a poem or or lyrics. You know, yeah. for a couple of years and just waiting for that moment. Nice. Exactly. Do you? What is the filing system like on that? Is there any, or do you just like have like? I think it was four years ago. Like, or I think it was yesterday. Kind of. Yeah. It's like I like I know like I know I have the exact perfect thing I was waiting for this riff for. So it's kind of like that. And so once he played it, man, it all popped together real quick. And then we. We sat down with Mike and went over it and kind nice. of added another little part. And Mike came up with that in the drum riff at the beginning. So it's like mm-hmm. it's all collaborative, but it's but it's like uh, we know what a Go Go Killer song is. So it's like yeah, yeah. It, it can't just be anything. Like we we'll, we'll dissect it in many ways before mm-hmm. we yeah. play it for anybody. Somebody will bring you know a, a skeleton track you know to yeah. to practice or something. When we all get together, that's when we really flesh it out and it becomes exactly you know very wholesome at that point. Wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all these tracks perfectly wholesome for you. <laughs> well, even that song, I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, even that song, it's obvious what it's about, but I don't, I don't think, I don't right. recall there being any foul language in it, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's check it out, guys. Uh, listen to it at home. This will be Go Go Killers. Uh, Alabama Sharp Cut are here talking to us, and this will be How Do You Voodoo? I should have said from. Uh, Hallucinogenitalia. Hallucinogen. Hallucinogenitalia. <laughs> How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? 
She went to explode. She won't be witched left a twitchy needed pitch on the mold. She never know what the book Jesus she's a doin'. And any of it's a girl that make you land a school. How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? Do you the voodoo you do? Tell me. How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? How do you voodoo? guys we're back with the go-go killers sorry uh, sorry just my mic here we've got alabama sharp and cud young blood and uh do you want to introduce like some of the other uh members in the band yeah sure uh guitar players uh players player players i like it <laughs> playist <clears throat> playist anyways uh russ k i mean uh russ has been uh my brother my friend for a long long time he's a godfather of my daughter so mm-hmm. we've been we've been in stuff for forever for a long time and uh, Michael Angel is kind of the same thing. I've known Mike for a really, really, really long time. He's probably one of the most diverse, knowledgeable people in this town about music, in my opinion. At least rock and roll music or rockabilly, that type of thing. So as far as the people that we have, I mean, I think that we've got a we've got a really strong a really strong outfit of, of people to work together to do specifically what we want to do with the go-go killers like it's a very specific thing that we're doing but mm. everybody's you know really functional at it i mean when russ russ has basically started out as a bass player and he's probably the i don't know you got bakula around here now but for a long time russ was the best bass player anywhere around he was yeah, just yeah. a phenomenal bass player really really powerful but when we started this we were looking at well what are we going to do you know we like are you gonna play bass and we hadn't found a guitar player and i finally like well let's just pick up your guitar and play so so he's really become a you know a disciple of link ray and carl perkins and you know he's he's pretty phenomenal now how far he's came i mean and even mike i mean he can play pretty much any instrument <laughs> he happens to play drums mm-hmm. with us but he can do anything and james is like cud i mean he's like he was like a diamond in the rough you know we met him and he'd come in and practice with us one time and we were looking for somebody like, we're <laughs> not auditioning out. anybody else that's that it's done one night but he's just man he can, he can write about write or do anything never off nice always totally on time it's like he's 
most solid person that I've ever known. So anyway, that's us, man. Hey. I'm just crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> being solid is so huge. I know in the musician world too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like having dependable people is awesome. So yeah, and uh, so what was the first instrument you went after when I don't, I don't know if you knew you were gonna do like the Go Go Killers kind of style of music, but what was the first thing you went after like for this project? That was a plan all along. I mean, Russ had, Russ had just really wanted to start doing music again, and I was like, I don't really want to. I don't care. I mean, I've done I've done everything that I wanted to do other than really this. Yeah. I mean, I was in uh, the Knockabouts in the early 80s, so we were one of the first hardcore punk bands in the South period. Mm-hmm. And even in uh, Monster Dog, Monster God, we kind of went through the late 80s, early 90s alternative stuff. So I'd done pretty much everything, and the only thing I hadn't done was this. And a lot of it was like the cramps existed, so there was no reason to try and and be in their shadow. And really, to me, like when Lux Interior passed away, that was a really huge blow to me. I mean, it's kind of like people in these bands, you really never, I never really pictured that they're going to die one day. Right. Unless it's like a sudden drug overdose. So that just really kind of struck me that, you know, I'm never going to get to see the cramps again. I was like, I can't believe that Mm. because they're a really good band. And then uh, one of the next things after that is, you know, of course, I'm not, I'm not a young kid, as I, I did run into Cantor Slug and see him, and I was like, man, this is pretty phenomenal, too. I can't believe that this band this cool is in this town. Right. right. Live, you know? <laughs> and I was just like, well, you know, fuck it, I'll do this. This is, But this is very specifically, mm. I mean, I've done, I've done enough stuff that I don't want to do anything I've already done. I mean, it's kind of like you right. got to constantly press yourself, move forward, break new ground, do something worth doing. I mean, there's no reason to repeat yourself and in any art to me over and over again like you get uh, say if you're a painter and you've got this one great painting i wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life trying to paint that painting mm. over and over again right <laughs> you know right I mean? so it's like that's kind of what the, so that from the very beginning it was a very the image was very specific everything we were doing was in, is it may not sound like it when you're listening to it or watching it but it was specific as far right. as what we want to do and then the minute we play live it was the whole point of it to me as a live show is it should be out of control it should have a lot of spontaneity in it right. it should not be like a, you know a recital you know nothing that we do to recital i mean even the songs we record we, we play them pretty close to that but they could vary in a lot of different mm-hmm. directions because it's just fun you know and it's like you know i like the audience participation i mean we're you know i don't stay on the stage any more than i have to you know for the most point but it should just be that you bring everybody together and it's just like things were a long time ago that and that's really what the go-go killers are about you know like, right well, Cud, what about you? Were you like uh, into this type of music before you started playing with them, or? Oh, for a long time. Oh, okay, cool. Ever since high school, and it had been probably um, more than eight or nine years since I was in a band. Um, but I've always been in. I, I was one of those kids who grew up thinking that I should have been born in the fifties. Uh-huh. Um, so, but it was a while, you know, before I was playing, and then um, we, you know, he saw me at a Cantor Slug show. Yeah. Standing over there, and it's like, I guess, you know. Yeah, just start talking. You know, when you know, you know, you got a, a brother over there. Right, right. There, mm-hmm. But, you know, we hit it off right away, and it was like, you know, figure out we was into the same same shit. For sure, know. yeah. We yeah, all, like, we're all big fans of the cramps, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the old school rockabilly, so Carl Perkins, big influence. Yeah, I saw your poster out there, Howlin' Wolf. We do a cover Spoonful for fun. It's oh, nice. totally different than probably anybody that ever done Spoonful. But yeah. it's like those types of music, to me, they're almost becoming forgotten music. I mean, mm. and, and so if we're doing a cover, it's, it's really because that artist 
probably has passed away and there's just I don't want that to be forgotten. I look at it as that's important to where American music or American rock and roll and blues, where it all came from. Oh, yeah. So if we're doing a cover, it's because we're just, we're not trying to rip off anybody or you know benefit from. We just we just want to nod our hats and go, hey man, we still feel you. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, our next project that we're doing is basically a, a tribute thing. We're just calling it 13. It's 13 songs like that, and it'll be free. I mean, we don't own the rights to them, so we'll just give oh, it cool. all away. But, but we're doing that just solely out of respect for the people that have come before us and just... Can you tell people like some of the like some of the tracks you might be getting on there? Or is it all under under cover no, right now? It's not all under. We've got Spoonful. We've already recorded that, mm-hmm. so that'll be on there. We got a cool. couple of Hassel Atkins tunes will be on there. We've played some of them live. Hound Dog Taylor song. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a really cool song. So yeah, we got a Carl Perkins song we're gonna do. We got a couple of Cramp songs that we've done. So nice. We got a couple of blues covers. Yep, yep. Still Sweet. Putting together so. Well, yeah, in the '50s, like pretty iconic from like a visual standpoint. Are there any like cars or just like appliances or anything that like <laughs> that you always like really dig the uh, look of or anything? Who doesn't love a Studebaker? Yeah, right. <laughs> I like those little 1950s vibrators. Those are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they look like spaceships before they even knew what spaceships were gonna look like, right? <laughs> exactly. Because they didn't know what space they were gonna go in. They, the merit. <laughs> Nice. Marital aids, I think, is what they yeah, called yeah, them. Yeah, called them. <laughs> That's what, it all the terminology is. It's like we were talking about earlier. You got you got a thin veil on some of your tracks oh, <laughs> on yeah. the terminology. Oh, yeah, if you listen to a lot of old music, they couldn't be as explicit as they are as yeah. people are now. So, mm, oh, yeah. But they were talking about the same things. I mean, I mean, rock and roll is just sex is all it means. I mean, uh-huh. So or i don't know if i should i don't know can should we or should we not say any f words or no you're words? good oh, you're good, good right you know, rock and roll just fucking that's all it is like uh-huh. all of our songs are about they're about two things they're about fucking and killing and mm-hmm. that's it man yeah. and like most of them are about fucking but you know we, we have some old-fashioned revenge songs some murder songs that people can relate to that it's just what you go through in life you basically live you fuck you may have some conflict and eventually you die you know there's everything else in between a lot of it's just boring that's what happens but, right right but the old songs i mean they were there a lot of them were just flat out about fucking they just couldn't use the language that we used yeah to so to me like if i'm going to use like say the song planet fuck if you're going to name a song planet fuck and be a, and be what that song's about mm-hmm. there's no reason to try and if you're going to call it that and that's your course go no, for it. you yeah, might no as well reason, go right? for it right but like we'll do a lot of other ones like say the hand or you know pillow talk even voodoo that they're uh, they're basically about the same types of thing it's just different ways of doing it mm. but there may be no explicit language in it at all yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's almost like in the old days there wasn't either but the parents were like i know what this is about <laughs> i don't <laughs> like what this you're getting about. Yeah, don't listen to this youngsters we're gonna burn them <laughs> yeah yeah so there was some old raunchy songs y'all can y'all name any song? Shoot, I, I know there was a there's a blues song and someone like like a one eyed cat peeping in the seafood store. Uh, how, I think it's what was it shuffling and rolling? Maybe yes. maybe it was an old blues song. But man, Shake I was your like, poodle. <laughs> you got Hassel Atkins. He's got some check that thing out. Hot dogs. You yeah, know. we're hot dogs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Cut your head off. Can't suck no more dick. <laughs> So it's some brutal shit back there for sure. But uh, Pillow Talk, uh, coming up next, I'm going to play it for you from the Go-Go Killers. Stay tuned for more from uh, Cud and Alabama. (laughs) 
used to cussing either because we try and like clean up most of ours but every now and again we'll have a punk band and like i'm so used to like the uh elementary school or tag on there just gotta yeah it's not like it's a big deal but well it's like sometimes you're good now radio is like well do i need to say copulation or what do i (laughs) when the penis goes in the well exactly like you got a song like do you dig my shit and it's like you're just gonna be once you start down that road there's no reason to <laughs> you totally need to do like a farce like sex ed video oh man yeah, that would be pretty That's good awesome <laughs> no we were we recorded uh casket kids like um i think it was their first recorded album and we would we made up all the pc versions of all their songs because they'll have like uh I, I killed them all was one of their tracks and we were like I hugged them all I hugged them all God bless their souls I hugged them all yeah, that's cool man and it's like yeah we had all the PC versions they, they yeah, had one awesome. about like murdering your parents and well, there's we had to clean that we've one up, up and there's been like little kids at some of our shows sometimes and you're like well <laughs> oh yeah like, yeah well, I, gotta, I'm, I gotta change these lyrics for the moment you know I don't want to see the look on his face when I say this <laughs> Yeah, one of it one time was his daughter. You're like, oh, right. like she was right up front just dancing, getting and I was like, oh my god! I gotta, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, you're back. That was Pillow Talk from Go Go Killers. They're here in the studios. Uh, are you, y'all have any releases coming out soon? Or I know you've got you got some shows coming up. Yeah, well, who's to tell you was like a, that's our latest release that we put out basically uh, July last year, but it was like 30 tracks. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was a lot of work. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was all we really wanted it just to be the ultimate go-go killers experience mm. but uh we are working on other stuff the next thing we're going to do you know it's going to be the tribute thing and after that we've got other we're either going to do something that's more or less going to be uh, 
kind of a solemn type batch of songs that's more or less about death or dying and we're kind of thinking that probably be an ep and then we got a whole nother batch of just totally wacko out of control nutsoid shit that we'll do right sometime after that so it's <laughs> cool. really just a matter of like as we write them then we're like well this could go here this could go here what are we going to do this and that and how are we going to put it together so it's just a lot of it's a matter of, of getting together and having the time and completing them all and mike, mm. mike records everything we do in one take live so it's a lot of time on him to go in and mix it for so. sure until yeah, just, I was gonna ask you guys about y'all's recordings. Like, uh, they all they all have a good sound on them, and like, really, you got a lot of effects, and like, it got a lot of different layers to the textures and stuff. Did y'all uh, let's see, did, what kind of room was it in? Is it a big room or a sm- small studio? Or well, Mike has a yeah, he's got a studio in in his basement of his house. He's mm-hmm. recorded a lot of bands there and mixed stuff. Shout uh, out to him. We're yeah, right yeah, here in the yeah, <laughs> in the is, underground. Yeah, definitely, Mike. I mean, he's he's top notch. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's recorded other bands here in town and you know holler at him i mean if you if you're interested in wanting to to mix for doing your stuff but like what we do is we we basically we just like sitting up in this room we're all in here playing at the same time he has everything mic'd so more or less we'll just go we'll just say like pillow talk like well here we're gonna go pillow talk one two three four then we play it right and then if we just basically say ah well you know i screwed up i missed a line here then we'll take a minute we'll play it again but like we don't go in and just it's not like something that's everything's recorded separately and it's all just right. overdubbed constantly i mean there's it's not like that at all and a lot of that's just a throwback to sun studios i mean those days you're yeah all yeah room, man you played and that's what it is i mean so to me if there's imperfections in it i mean that's better than it being a, a manufactured product because mm-hmm. that's not what we're looking to do for right? sure and so that's how we record everything and um and we enjoy it i mean it's fun and <laughs> So we do have we do have a lot more stuff planned, but most mm-hmm. of it, other than the tribute thing, most of it will probably be the next year or even the year after that. I mean, we've we're sitting on so many songs that it's almost ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, y'all got a ton of songs on that just on that release, uh, and you got the uh, kind of riff tracks and stuff in between. You want to talk like how do those do those? Do you plan a bunch of them beforehand, or they just get picked up uh, in little pieces, or what? I don't know where some of that stuff come from. I guess I'm just a, <laughs> a huge fan of B-movies and yeah. old horror movies. I mean, I've grown up watching horror movies since I was a little kid, so I'm probably as big of a gore hound as anybody. And the rest of it's just B-movies, and it's just the whole thing with like the band that we are. It's like we don't feel like we exist now, so we're in another world kind of where that's what's going on, or that's the world you're living in. Right. You know? And it's just, it may be kind of goofy and wacko but that's just kind of where our heads are so mm-hmm. and it's part of you know it's part of it <laughs> so, oh yeah. yeah well i mean it's it's definitely uh i mean it's more than just just music it's mm-hmm. entertainment. you know yeah, you can, exactly you can be riding to work and just have something blaring in your ear but you know uh like um my brother he he got a hold of the cd and he said he he was he was laughing he was, he was jamming at certain points you know oh, yeah. like this is the most entertaining shit i've heard in a long time right right so. and i honestly don't know why people don't do more things like that not saying what we're doing is any big deal but you look at it as you what is your intention as you're creating an art or a form of music mm-hmm. or anything for mm-hmm. the, the listener what do you want them to do what do you want them to think what's your goal you know my goal is really like you know i've, I've done past the point in my life where i think i've got any specific messages that are such a burden to me that i have to share with anybody oh this is about wreck and rolls like we want you to mm-hmm. come out and have fun and raise mm-hmm. hell and and that's it you know right we, we know you got to go home and we know it's back to the same old shit but but when we're playing this is yeah, what it right, is right right you know? we're gonna have some fun we're gonna dance hell know? yeah yeah so what it's all about very cool and, and most uh, all that's improvised by the way oh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got like uh, some of the skits. You you talked to to a radio. You did a radio ad or or something on one of your CDs, and you talked about the smells of hell. And I was wondering <laughs> if y'all could your your hell smells. What what does hell smell like to you guys? Hell smells like. Well, I mean, I've actually been to hell a few times, <laughs> but it's uh, it basically smells really really bad. If you can imagine like the the worst bathroom in a oh. you know in a gas station in the middle of nowhere that's that's just been used repeatedly where it's you know the whole bathroom is brown that's kind of what it smells like it's oh. just really hot and heated and putrid yes yeah, smells really bad it's that hot smell that uh the, the south the southerner people know so well yeah, yeah we know it, it smells bad and it's also yeah. like 120 percent humidity it's yeah. so like we've been there yeah and you're not going to get it out of your nostrils once you're there that's just what it is man you're right just, right right yeah i mean Speaking of that, what's the hottest gig y'all have ever played? I need to start asking uh, bands that because uh, everybody's got a story about a burning hot gig. Mm. Well, sports page. I mean, that place is like, uh, I mean, I ain't. They got a, they got a furnace over there. Yeah, it's I mean, like they, you know, bless their heart. I mean, uh, they kind of take the PA out when they're, you know, when five o'clock Charlie's playing somewhere else. You got to kind of, you know, they're, they're providing a building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer, so you got to bring all your own stuff. But I guess just to cut cost, I mean, they're. At least when we played there, I don't know that the air conditioning even on in the summer. But <laughs> oh, jeez! I mean, it's, it's like the same time. Like we're just a sleazy, dirty band anyway. So I mean, we'll yeah. that's like that's, that's just this is just gonna be sweatier than <laughs> usual. You know, what I mean, <laughs> it's like I literally was just blowing snot and just just shit falling off of me the whole time we were playing. It was so hot, but gets but real up there. Yeah, it's fun. But we've had well, I mean, it's it's pretty hard for me to to break a sweat. That's a great that's a great quality to have at this yeah. band. I see I feel um, like we played a couple like uh when it was when it was still cool here recently and it's funny, my you can watch Mike walk outside and uh-huh. usually he's got his fan with him and everything, <laughs> his number one fan he's got with him, sat there right beside him blowing, you know, cool air on him, but he'll walk outside and he looks like a drenched with steam coming off of his head. Oh, yeah. Dang. <laughs> he was so hot, man. His head was smoking. <laughs> yep, I remember that. It was. It was video insane. of that somewhere. Yeah. It looked like spirit coming out of him. <laughs> yeah. One time we played a couple of winters ago. It, uh, this is Maggie Myers. Anyway, it was so cold. And like after we played, like I'm literally covered in sweat and shit anyway. So we mm. went outside for a minute and my hair was frozen. And within a matter of minutes, just like... <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which that was pretty unique too. So we've had both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> oh, you can get all all weather with the Go Go Killers, but uh, yeah, the Huntsville music scene's growing a lot right now. Are there any like, are there any holes in the music scene you'd like to see plugged, or like any any varieties of music you'd like to see come out next, or like just places to play or anything like that? Places to play. Well, I think it's great that we got something on the level of sidetracks again, so that oh, yeah. we can have you know more bands get a chance to to shine in a bigger environment on a better stage, and and we'll get a little bit better shows coming in as far as touring bands. So I think that's great, mm-hmm. and I also think all the different uh, festivals going on in town mm-hmm. that are just you know kind of punctuating different forms of music is great because it gives everybody a chance to shine. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're an acoustic folk country you know like i said rap whatever it's it's out there i mean ours that we're doing in a couple of weeks is the huntsville loud so yeah it's just all the loud original bands from here that nice you know it's kind of like there's there's a place for everything and when we did it last year we were like well there's not a place for this yet and somebody should do it so we just basically said well we'll just do it you know we'll ask mm-hmm. a lot of bands that we know okay let's all just get together and have a huge party so we're doing it again this year 
and it's it's two nights on July sixth and seventh. Yeah, so we got yes. we got yeah. promo here if you guys can see that. Yeah, it's at sidetracks and it's just five bucks a night. So I mean, it's like you know five bucks. What's five bucks? I mean, most of you spend more than five bucks for a beer, you know. Yeah, or so coffee. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's nothing. It's like you get a chance mm-hmm. to come out and and see a showcase from a lot of the original rock bands here in town. Yeah, and my we, one of my favorites, the Moose is playing. Yep, the Moose. Yeah, we love the Moose. Yeah, we got like the first night we got Boneyard Mafia. I mean, they're a yeah, they're something entirely under their under themselves to see. I mean, like uh, Sick Dick alone is is worth the uh, five bucks just to see <laughs> figure out what he's gonna do. You know, and Hill Turns, you know, one of the the younger bands for at least from as old as I am. Mm-hmm. So you know, so they're basically total you know scrapping hardcore property. I mean, they're great, property, man. One of my yeah, locals, yeah. yeah property is almost property. like for as long as they've they've been around. Apparently, like they're kind of going through a renaissance. Where I look at like what they're doing now really? is, is great, man. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, because like, like I'm you know like as old as I am, like we were in the knockout show. It was, it was really early '80s hardcore punk stuff, and so mm-hmm. you reached a point where that kind of fizzled out and it started dwarfing into other things. Probably by the mid '80s, so to capture that type of of music and that type of vitality is it's really difficult to do but i think property nails a lot of it and some of the things that they sing about to me are just things about being into that and and growing up becoming an adult and Mm. it's just it's some of those are some of the best songs that i've heard that remind me of that era personally so I, i dig property a lot and let's That's see, very cool. The moose oh yeah, in. the moose are amazing. We we've, we've oh, had yeah. them before. Yeah, we love the moose. We played with the moose the very first time they played in Huntsville. So mm-hmm. the first time we met all them guys, we basically have been brothers ever since. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the right. Moose, we love those cats. You got friendly fingermen and uh, Johnny and the Black Frames. They're huge from mm-hmm. from around here. That was they they need to play more shows. You guys should play more shows. But they yeah. always play awesome shows. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I understand. They've been working on. You're recording some stuff too, so probably they'll do that whenever they get everything. Yeah, you'll finished. check out. And Swiss Army Brat is will be up there. Yeah, Swiss Army Brat. I got a copy of their CD last night. I mean, that's going to be their CD release party too, so they'll be playing Saturday night. But heck yeah. But their CD, I mean, all of y'all need to hear it. You'll be surprised at how professional and how good and clean and how yeah. rocking this thing is. I nice. was I was amazed. I uh, got it last night, and it's been in my CD player and my Jeep ever since. I haven't listened to anything since then, but that. Very cool. Well, let's play another track from Go Go Killers. This will be Filthy as Sin coming up here in just a second. Stay tuned uh, to Spice Radio. Sing it! 
Killers, and that was off uh, hallucinogenitalia. I gotta put that. Hallucinogenitalia. That's the secret. Is it hallucinogenitalia? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's some other uh, albums y'all released too that, were, that had some good names. There was oh, like yeah. uh, we got Unhinged Demonstration. Mm-hmm. That was the first <laughs> thing we did, and uh, it's got 15 years on it. And that's one of the songs people really like to keep playing. A total murder. Wow, 15 song. years, cool. Yeah, and. Uh, we got more songs of love and slaughter instead of laughter. Yeah, sexual dispositions. Sexual mm-hmm. dispositions. <laughs> I dig sexual dispositions. I dig most any sexual position. <laughs> as long as the sexual positions going down yeah. in the books. So yeah. you were talking about like the uh, the old punk scene earlier, and I know a lot of different bands grew out of that. But are there still like a couple around or doing different stuff than you expected from back um, in the day? Well, like. Yeah, um, there's uh, right in the same area as the Copper Top, like a stone's throw away. You still yeah. got Joe, who's who's over in that area, and he's printing shirts for a lot of the bands. Oh yeah, Joe Roscoe. So, um, done all done bands, all our all shirts. Your bands need shirts. Yeah, yeah. Joe Joe Roscoe. I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. What what about like uh, players or anything? Any any bands? I know you mentioned uh, Property, but yeah, Property. Even I mean they've been around a while, but they was they were after. Like knockabouts were yeah. very like maybe eighty one to eighty six something like that. So they're the only band that's that I can recall that's probably still around at all. And this was even a good bit towards the end is Random Conflict. I mean, yeah, they, they came around some point after us, but it may have even been after it was after Monster Dog and stuff. It was in that period, so it was it was not even during the knockabouts. So so they're still around, and they're you know he seems like he's still. Big Bill's doing the same thing. He's still he's took it to heart, and he's mm-hmm. that's his heart. That's what he's doing. Bless his heart. He's gonna keep doing it. Probably right. he dies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But that's probably the that's the only band that's that still exists that I'm aware of. Is that was around then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like um, a lot of the, some of the guys are still doing punk rock, but I know some of them have like transitioned in, to doing different shows. And I think. Um, why can't I think of his name? But over at Sidetracks, they had like acoustic versions of 
some of the normal like michael graves was playing an all acoustic show and they had oh, some other that. acoustic yeah, that was that. you guys right and yeah, yeah. uh y'all did like an acoustic version of y'all's music right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and it, was how, how how was that like was that a interesting take on stuff or it, it really was man because you kind of think well well we actually write most of the stuff acoustic so it's not yeah it's not that far far-fetched but like the presentation of it it's like it's when you're going to do something acoustic especially something as crazy as we're doing acoustic right. gets stripped down there's nowhere to hide it's nothing it's just it's just bare and sparse and there's a certain amount of coolness to that once you embrace it and, and you're not afraid of it and you just do it so i the first time we did that with him i mean i thought it was really great i mean uh, he even came up to us after it was over and he was pretty blown away but it's fun it's not something we'd want to do all the time because that's uh, yeah. not the band we are but it is really really cool i mean and and james even had an acoustic blade bass i mean mm-hmm. what do you think right. no, that was awesome yeah, no and it translates you know because a lot of our music is uh some you know some of it's reminiscent of some country songs yeah and so um it translates you know and and I think people, you know, enjoy it. Like you said, we don't want, you know, it's not something we want to do all the time. Yeah. I think people enjoyed it for what for for what it was. So um, it was fun for everybody. People are still dancing. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what matters. Yeah, it's just a different type of crazy. <laughs> Another disease <laughs> for sure. But uh, Alabama, I wanted to ask you about like, do you play any um, uh, instruments? Or I know you do vocals and all that. But did you start on a different one, or do you like write on a different on an instrument? Or I can write on a bass, but I mean, my preference yeah. is, is is like I'm. I mean, if I was to have to play an instrument, I'd, it would probably have to be like a hardcore punk band because that's where I'm where I come from. Yeah, right? yeah. But I mean. Uh, I like to be surrounded by people that are like-minded that, I mean, if you're going to be in a band and tell every single person what to do and write everything, then to me that's not really a band. It's a solo project. Mm. And I don't play guitar, but I got a guitar. Cud plays it a lot. Uh, named Shirley. She's a real good old Gretsch girl. She's a beauty. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I can I can bumble around on bass enough where if I hear something that we've got going and I need to communicate, well, here's how we might do right. it. But literally, these guys are so good that you, you really <laughs> don't have to do it. I mean, I can hum something, and, and then that'll be a song in 10 minutes. I mean, so... But it's it's not my preference to, to do that. I mean, I'm the mm-hmm. I'm the front person, and I kind of I design what we're doing, but we all work together to to make it what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you have like a backlog of like lyrics and ideas and stuff. When do those come to you? Is it like in the morning or just random mm-hmm. stuff? Or <laughs> it can be random, man. You know how it is with, when you get an inspiration. It can be yeah. anytime, anywhere, man. Something just pops in your head. You know, like. I don't even know sometimes where they come from. I think some of them probably do come from Planet Fuck because it's just from out of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, straight out. A lot of our crash stuff is almost yeah, yeah, crash land, man. <laughs> <laughs> just don't crash land on it. Yeah, but uh, sometimes I don't even know myself. I mean, but uh, but the thing to me doing, and I don't know all the other people listening that are artists, musicians, but when you get these little little spurts of inspiration you got to write them down or you got to do something or they're gone you know like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, here's how this verse should go i'll even know exactly how the music goes and if i don't write it down or record it on something mm-hmm. and then later i'm like what was oh man i had something that was so cool and you know it's gone so i write everything down i mean i've written books and all kinds of crap too i got a book that's out now too that's oh really on, yeah called damnation so you might want to check that out sometimes it's it's basically about hell you mentioned hell what it smells mm-hmm. like it is i mean it's it's uh probably about a hundred drawings that i have and i have a a very distinctive four-year-old artistic style of drawing that are what hell looks like from some of the times that i've been there and then it's like i've written quite a few books and short stories from when i was god practically a teenager so hmm. what i did is i just took different pieces of them through the years to up to now so that way i could do it exactly what i wanted everything is exactly how i wanted to do it so 
so I'm pretty proud of that. And, and oh yeah, that's a lot of work. Cud said was like we need to do a, a spoken word version of it. So we've got a broken word version of, of it that's out now that's on the internet and all that stuff. Oh, too. very it's cool. One of, the, one of the I don't know if you call it a song. It's a story. So we did one version where I'm basically just reading it. And the other version, hmm. we put some music in it. I mean, if you wanted to hear something, if you wanted to get a, alone in a room for 15 minutes and be totally creeped out, go find She Was Not Dark on the internet. Very cool. It. Very cool. It's, it's naughty. Uh, nice. So check it out. Uh, she Is Not Dark on the interwebs. Y'all have like other websites and stuff? Y'all, people find your stuff? Well, we got a gogokillers.com. We've mm-hmm. got a Facebook page. I mean, nowadays you kind of have to do all that stuff yeah but uh we got our website up though and you know you can go on there and order cds mm-hmm. merch um very everything. cool uh, i think he's even got the book up there on the website if i'm not mistaken yeah like i can't even think of how many shirts we got we got a lot of shirts I mean, like we like to design just all this yeah. crazy nutty stuff but the thing is is like you know we have people that like us or message us or contact us literally with the internet from all around the world and mm-hmm. some of them like well I really want to get this or that. So we're like, well, let's just, we got to find a way that if you live here, don't live here, you can get these shirts mm-hmm. or any of the stuff you want. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we do with the website. So anybody you can't come to the show, just go to gogokillers.com. All the shirts, mm-hmm. all the designs are on there. I mean, yeah, there's even, uh, there's even like a catalog almost of a lot of, a lot of show flyers. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like, a lot like oh, this yeah. one, which is done by <laughs> Sharp himself. <laughs> Very cool. Like, somebody about that, it's almost like a lost artwork in itself. Yeah. Like old school flyers. And, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, hey, is that okay? You know, and it's like, yeah, just leave the tape lines on there. Like, <laughs> so we can change awesome. stuff. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, it's strange. People we, collect flyers, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we got a lot of those up there. So, mm-hmm. you know, live pictures and such up there on the website. Right. as well so do you ever find any gold mines for your flyers like places like magazines or any places you can find like really good art that you're like yes man literally i mean like i'm so into that part of it because i did all the yeah. flyers and knockabouts too and even monster god so to me that's that's part of the fun part of it that's how you uh-huh. represent yourself and do that so i mean like some people might be on the internet doing this or that all the time what i'm doing is i'm looking for pictures i'm looking for any snippet of anything yeah. that I think represents what we're doing mm-hmm. and i'll spend hours like that flyer probably took me two or three hours to do it uh-huh. i don't know photoshop this is all old school i cut it all out yeah, and tape yeah. it together at least nowadays we got scanners where you can put it on a computer right so i don't know how to do nothing fancy this is all old school as far as I'll that's do. awesome though yeah. very cool well thank you guys for talking to me yeah. and uh, uh you guys really need to see their live show because it's all about the the live shows they have they have legendary live shows i would say very comfortable saying that around here and uh when's your when's your next one is it loud uh the loud it's not full loud it's july 6th and 7th very so cool it's a friday and saturday night so five bucks yeah guys do not miss it and uh that's i mean there's tons of great bands on there like even if you only like half of them you've got so many so many yeah, good people fun. like check yeah. it out for sure yeah, definitely and uh thanks again guys for coming in and oh yeah i do need to ask you about this last one dance like you need to screw uh this is like the <laughs> remix like dance club version of one of your other songs oh, yeah, which yeah. was uh you look like you need or wait yeah you you look, you look like, like you need, need to screw, screw. Yeah, and yeah, uh so tell me about like how that one came to be because it seems like it was totally different from your other tracks to me like as a listener but uh it's like really when we were looking at hallucinogento we had it all pieced together and how everything would be and flow and then we were really looking at well what's the most what's the cool way of ending this it's just totally 
gonna come out of nowhere right mm-hmm. and like we have the song you look like a new screen like we need to just do a remix ourselves a dance version of one of our own <laughs> songs because who would even bother to do that right it's like so we're like well and we're like which song should we do you know michael was like let's do you look like you need to screw and then immediately like dance like yeah. you look like you need to screw <laughs> Apparently, Mike, you know from there he pulled it and twisted and screwed it and yeah yeah he did a lot of a lot of weird shit shit that when he told us about i was like what <laughs> what y'all but, think you when know, you first like, heard it were you just oh, like mike you've lost you yeah, lost your mind really like we were so looking forward to hearing that like it was like we it was really interesting like. for we're real like, yeah. like, we got it. where are you at mike how much have you got done like we want to hear it you know and, and some of what he did man it's insane like, it I can't really remember is how yeah. many edits he did on that to mm. get, it, get it to where it is yeah one of the one of the things he did um he uh the the bass drum basically isn't a bass drum it's a basketball that oh nice on the floor <laughs> right there in the studio and so it's like he he didn't did all sorts of weird that's stuff. cool yeah I mean, like that's hilarious i mean like i wish more people just embrace the lunacy man and right he, go he, for it he pulled something together crazy and it's like you know i guess our expectancy is if you know we'd somebody you know might hear you know this over in Yugoslavia one day right or in European dance right. club or something you know you never know. I'm sure it's already there like some Swiss club in. yeah we're insane man we get a, we get a lot it's of a, messages and comments and radio play in Europe it's insane man it's oh just, yeah yeah you know, it's different than this than the United States best I can right tell. for sure yeah yeah and then I don't know what was I gonna say but yeah this one is a interesting like compilation of your this is like your time traveling song to me it's like go go <laughs> killers time travel temporarily for the for like Definitely. the so 80s like dance you, club or something this song you might be sitting down now Turn it up loud. Get up and there you go. dance. Check it out. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for coming in and taking us out. We'll be Go Go Killers with Dance Like You Need to Screw. Get out!
production of spice radio from huntsville alabama you guys know what you want and you don't have to do too much to get it get with us at spice-radio.com if you have a podcast you make music or art or you have an event that you want to promote in the tennessee valley you can find us at www.facebook.com spice radio huntsville or on twitter at spice radio hsv and again our website spice-radio.com